He's trying to do the royalty free. There's no such thing. Really? There is. This is royalty free. Sort of. We're freaking back. Yeah, it's been about more congestion. You're congested again. Again? Yeah, you get sick every three days. Let me check. You You said this is royalty free though. This is royalty free. Hold on. Hold it. Hold on. Nice. That I learned that trick from a my Mexican neighbor, and it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I watched him. Bring me you it. just use your knife. It's like a corona. It, right? Yeah, I just use my yeah, pocket knife. Popped it off. You open it up, you put your thumb against the blade and just twist it. And mm-hmm. it's super easy once you get the motion down. And people will freak out when you do it. I bought this tall boy Heineken. This is more than a tall boy. How that's many a, ounces? That's is that thing. Forty ounce, I think. Is that? It's no not. way. It's definitely not. It's half of that. It's twenty two. It's a pint. This is only a pint. Wait, it what? It looks huge. It says one pint. I think a pint sixteen ounces. Right? Oh, it says 1.6 ounces. I understand. Am I wrong? You're right. I'm right. It says 1.6 ounces. Dude. Yes, dude. What have we been doing, dude? Um. Well, it was Buzz's birthday blowout. Buzz's birthday blowout. That would have <clears> been <throat> on my mind because, you know, your mm-hmm. girlfriend has a birthday. You got to make sure you're, like, not just, like... You gotta make sure you're doing stuff. Yeah, you gotta make it, making it special, it. getting her little tr- prizes, and kind of just telling her like "Happy Birthday" a lot and stuff <laughs> like that. That's kind of what I was yeah, working yeah. on doing. So, because you know, it, it, I don't know if you ever had a birthday where like certain people don't maybe say something, and you're like, oh, like, yeah, you know, and you gotta yeah, remind you get, them. You get a little bit upset. I've but, been there before, where it's like. I don't know. You try to act tough. But then if someone, it'll always be that one person you don't expect. It's like, happy birthday. And you're yeah. like, you get amped up. It, it makes you like a little tear. You got to yeah. you gotta suck them back in though. Cause, you, know, <laughs> you got to suck them eyes. You got to suck them eyes back suck, in. Suck those eyes in. Um, <laughs> I remember one birthday in high school. Um, I didn't tell anybody. It was like me being uh, kind of annoying. Like I didn't tell anybody it was my birthday. And then... I was upset they didn't know. You did the 16 candles thing. That was the whole mm-hmm. point of the movie. Is it really? It was It was her birthday and nobody said anything and she got super <laughs> upset about it. Yeah. But she was like, her mom and stuff were, uh, and her dad was like talking to her and yeah. she had the opportunity to be like, it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. And she never did. You got to tell people and they will tell you happy birthday back. Yeah. But I remember yeah, you Google. Say happy birthday. I was on like my Google homepage, uh, just getting ready to do some Google searching. Yeah, and it said "Happy Birthday, Tyler" in on the bottom. Really? And I, you know, yeah, that's creepy. You know, I don't want. Why don't you Google plug now? in your birthday though? But it made me, it made me feel so good. Yeah, I was like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, all the social medias do it. Uh, Snapchat wishes you yeah. happy birthday. Snapchat is the easiest way to tell it's someone's birthday because their little square turns yeah, into it. Yeah, uh, it's a got a little, little cake on it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Buzz's birthday, and we. it seems we all get incredibly t- intoxicated uh, every March 10th. For whatever reason, we. Okay, it's wait, always her birthday. Year, last year went crazy, too. It did. Everyone was down and out. and Down and, and out. And then. A couple of days ago when we did the party, everyone was pretty down and out too. Oh, yeah. We woke up and we were like... That's the nice thing, though, about having a 
a house to stay at is that not only do we all have beds there, so we don't have to think about it. But that's money, yeah. But there's also, you know, plenty of room for people to just crash. Yeah. Even if they have to crash on the ground or something. There's, yeah. There's so much room. The party at our own house is the move. Also, that was the first time I've ever thrown or like had part in throwing a party where we could play music as loud as we wanted to. Yeah. Right. That was awesome. Wasn't it awesome? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't even think we'd ever turned that stereo up that loud before. Yeah, it got loud. It got I was I was really surprised it did so well. It got loud, yeah, and it stayed loud. And it sounded good. It did. Nothing yeah. blew up. Which is yeah, which was awesome. <laughs> I know. I I had the I had the aux for like the first couple to few hours and then I started walking around and asked people for uh, music suggestions. Every single one was freaking whack, bro. <laughs> yeah. Freaking like slow country music and mm-hmm. like one-off rap songs. I was like, this does not get the moms on the dance floor. I gotta say, if you want to get the moms on the dance floor, it doesn't matter what music you like. Anyone will go hard to like rave music. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's like hard EDM, like yep. deep house, um, just anything high tempo with like a good four yeah. on the floor do, beat. Do, 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 do. And then you just, and some crazy synth stuff going on. Anyone will, I don't care if you don't listen to that regularly, it'll get you on the dance floor. It'll get you on the dance floor. And if you have a few drinks in you, you oh, can't yeah. help but start moving. You and the cool thing is, the actual dancing people do to that music is the most ridiculous looking dancing ever. <laughs> yeah. So if you dance, you can dance as poorly as you want or as yep. good as you want. Uh-huh. And it looks like you're just doing the regular, like f- kind of flail dancing that that music calls for anyway, which is what, which is fun about which is, it. Yeah. I like, cause I, I can't dance very well. No, me neither. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa. Oh no. The prime. No. Damn. Those, those boys are making some money. I can't even believe it. They are making some money. The Pauls. They do. Oh, it's just. He's just, well, he's covered in prime. Yeah, that's all right. It's it's Logan Paul. Yeah. Which the con artist. Yeah. And then is he the one that went into the um the Japanese suicide forest? Yeah, he did that. And then did you hear about the thing with the his crypto zoo thing? No. You didn't? No. I was like a whole. Like blockbuster event did not. I know about the FTX shit. Yeah, no, his was like, his was like right behind the FTX was stuff. Was it really? What would he do? He made a uh, a shit coin. Yeah, it was called a Zoo Token, I think Zoo Coin. Yeah, and you could buy Zoo Coin to buy an NFT with that would in turn the whole thing about it. The project was like. A fun game that earns you money. That was like the whole idea around it. And okay. It was like you either buy an NFT that in turn hatches, like they call it zoo coin, and it's like it hatches into a zoo animal type thing. And then if you get a more rare zoo animal, you make more money or whatever, and you can oh. combine them and do weird stuff with them. Yeah. And uh, and so you can buy the NFT straight up, which I don't even know how much cost, and then. You could buy the zoo coin that you could buy the NFT with or like vice versa where when you, whenever you want to sell your like zoo animal, yeah, you it converts into zoo coin and then you sell the zoo coin at whatever it's oh. floating at on the on the radar. 
and when it came time to hatch, everyone put a ton of money. I think it was millions, tens of millions of dollars that his people put in. Yeah. Or his fans put in. And when it came time to hatch the eggs or whatever, they just like, it just didn't work. <laughs> and he didn't say anything about it. And then this guy, um, Coffeezilla, came out with like a big YouTube video about it, about how he scammed everyone. Because yeah. he hired a bunch of like con artists. No way. Like uh, the guy, the journalist found out that the people behind the project had been behind stuff like this in the past and they ended up just like conning people out of millions and millions and millions of dollars and um and so they were actually behind the project and then as soon as the journalist video came out logan was like oh i'm just getting ready to get back into that and then it never happened and then they got in like to a feud and logan's like i'm gonna sue you for defamation and then he realized that there's no grounds to sue yeah, on right yeah and then he said the last thing he said was he's got 1.7 million dollars of refundable money to return to whoever wants it at the nft owners and yeah apparently nobody has gotten a refund yet and it's been like a couple months that's the thing if you can just Nothing's going to tarnish that man's reputation after the original thing, but also nothing's going to tarnish his fame. He's kind of infamous, right? He is, like yeah. he's he's one of those almost evil kind of guys, but there's some there's so much intrigue because there's hate. And now all he has to do is just stretch this out forever. He has to just yeah. keep saying forever until eventually there's going to be no pushback. The freaking sucky thing is is that well, I drink the I don't really I don't like him very much. Yeah. Um I don't mind the other guy who's involved at KSI. I don't mind him at all, but but I don't like Logan and but I genuinely like these drinks. <laughs> like like, <laughs> like I, I love Red Bulls mm-hmm. and I, I buy Red Bulls occasionally, but then I also really like these. I tried them one time and I was like, Wow, these are actually pretty good. And they have um uh, they don't have really any cal they get ten calories in the whole thing. And so it sucks because I actually like them, and so I'm kind of in a, a push and pull situation. Rocking a rocking a tug place. Rocking a yeah. Rocking a tugboat. Mm-hmm. You know, what right I mean? in between those two. I so Jake Paul is the fighter, the older one. He's younger. He's younger. He's younger. Yeah. No way, he's younger. He's, I always thought he was older. Yeah, and he's the boxer. He just lost <laughs> his first loss. He fought a real boxer. Yeah. And he lost. <laughs> Damn. Because he was originally fighting a bunch of like washed up MMA guys in boxing. Mm hmm. And he kept knocking them out, which he does have like knockout power. But I've heard a lot of people say he's actually good. He's he's a good boxer, but he's not like not what he says he is. He's like, I, I can go up against anyone. That's kind of the game, though. I mean, he may he makes bank. Boxing and <clears throat> rapping are the similar thing like that. Like, if, yeah. if you are a... Papio. It's somehow you're not a poser if you go out there and say you're the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're a rapper and you don't say you're the best of all time, you're like, well, this guy doesn't even believe in himself at all. <laughs> yeah. And if you're a boxer... I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the best of all time. Yeah. I'm pretty good! Yeah. <laughs> I'm decent. Let's go! I'm pretty good at rapping! Let's go! I'm decent. 
<laughs> or yeah. whatever you get off the like you're at the post fight interview and you're like i'm not the best yeah not the best i'm not the best but i i've heard that before i'm not the best but i work the hardest type thing well that's just kind of a cool thing to yeah. say but it's like all these guys like the big guys like you see them get up and they're like i'm gonna kill that boy <laughs> yeah like in like in rocky the yeah. drago mm-hmm. i'm going to kill you However, you do a Russian accent. You're gonna <laughs> die. You're gonna die. That's like uh, my Outer Banks accent. Yeah. I'm going to put you in a body bag. You're going to be dead tomorrow. That uh, Outer <laughs> your, Banks. Your Outer Banks accent. That's how she actually does it. The girl who plays Cleo. Oh yeah, dude, and she doesn't have an it's accent. It's gonna blow. She doesn't have an accent. It's gonna blow. I've have got you the seen feet in this thing? <laughs> have you and, seen an interview with her? Yeah, but She's totally like American. If, if you watch Outer Banks, every once in a while, she'll say an entire sentence in an American accent. Yeah, and then it goes right back <laughs> into her like <laughs> yeah. Nas. What is it? Nat? Not Nassau. Um, no. Um, Warsaw. No, I'm saying everything so wrong. Um, but Ugandan. Ba- Bohemian. 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 But is it Bohemian? The pirates? They're from the, the Somali? They're from not the Bahamas, the other place. The Bombaclat. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. A Bombaclat. The pirates are coming for us. <laughs> Bombaclat. Oh, no. Bombaclat. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, that show... That's a, For some reason, that show is just so hyped. It is so hype. I don't for like, a reason. It's the first season was fun because it was like a real like beach treasure pirate hunt kind of show. And yeah. then it just it got too crazy too fast for me. No, nah, but it, it makes it more fun because they're like they're really like doubling down on the ridiculousness of it's it. It's so ridiculous. Like they will they will be almost caught like with multiple felony charges. Like if they actually got caught, it, it'd be like the end of anyone's life, no matter what age whatever they're supposed to be like 14 and they look like they're 50 <laughs> yeah. no but the, john b it's your 13th birthday it actually john b is like 30 <laughs> yeah. the actor's like 30 and yeah. he's supposed to be like 17 come on home john b come on home <laughs> bring it on home boy <laughs> bring it on home john I ended, b i i haven't watched past that episode you where he's I, ringing the bell for like and John B's like, my dad used to bring the bell. He's here. <laughs> You're on a random island? Yeah. He's literally, yeah, he's on a Come random island. Come on home, John B. Come on home. And it's just like, and they're also running from like this. Oh, I know. And he's like a dog on pork chop. He's like, I have to go. I have to go. He's about to be. Sarah Swiss Cameron's like, cheese. okay. <laughs> yeah, you can go. Yeah. It's okay, John V. I believe in you. And then he goes, and she didn't tell anybody that she told him it was okay to leave. And they're like, well, we're about to die. <laughs> yeah. So let's and get out of here. About, what about the intensity? They re- they dialed up JJ's intensity to <laughs> like way max. Did you see that? No, you didn't see this part yet. I haven't seen it. Freaking uh, like when Key got... What she key got left behind or like stolen by that yeah, weird yeah, guy yeah. in the mansion? <laughs> oh my God, I got! We have to get our key! Oh my God, I got! It was 
same thing with with when they left John B and they were like sailing away. It's not really a spoiler, but there's a part when they they get back and he gets he gets upset about something, so he just gets on his dirt bike and drives out to a pier and just like starts kicking stuff at the pier. Like no. he's having this whole temper tantrum, and it's this whole like no. plot point that he's having a temper tantrum. <laughs> and then he comes back later and he's just like, "I'm good, I'm good, I'm solid." No, he's actually got like serious anger. Are you issues. straight, JJ? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> they that made me so mad you probably didn't see this part either there's a part where he's on his dirt bike and his dirt bike is actually a small four stroke and it's making two stroke noises i wonder why they did that it, because no one they don't think anybody's gonna notice but you would think like a like a four stroke is more extravagant of a noise to create yeah but it's like everybody knows that everyone who doesn't know anything about motorcycles is like like that's a motorcycle that's a dirt bike so they re- they put him on a four stroke and an edited two stroke he was on in. a honda crf i think it was either a 230 or a 150 yeah and they didn't want him riding a, a, a race bike no <laughs> no and and he's going like <clears throat> They make it look like he's doing like ninety five on it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and it's making and it's making two stroke noises. Gets back. How are you going so fast? I bored it out. Yeah, it's it's, it's a three ninety. Uh, <laughs> I even saw because I I see a lot of dirt bikes on my like Instagram Reels feed. Yeah, and I got uh one one was like some dude in the in the dunes just like jumping a big hill and it was like they played a weird noise over it and they were like i'm on my uh outer banks three cylinder (laughs) or my uh three stroke yeah Yeah. i was like (laughs) you had a diesel yeah (laughs) yeah that show is a trip (laughs) but i i mean i love i haven't finished the third season but i do i love it you can't (sighs) not it it's just like it's almost like Trailer Park Boys. It's like a guilty pleasure. Trailer Park Boys, yeah, because that show is so good, but when you actually try and break it down, it's not that good. Yeah, but it is so good. It's so... Just you you can't get over how ridiculous these people are. They're like believably unbelievable. I know, because you know like you know, some trailer parks, that kind of stuff is going on. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Just like some random trailer park in Saskatchewan or wherever they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love I love how the show, it's always sunny. Decent. Yeah, yeah it is. It's all, and there's never like any rain no. or anything. It's just always sunny and wherever they are. The <laughs> freaking where does uh, Frankie McDonald live? <sighs> Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Sydney, Nova Scotia. I think yeah. they're near Nova Scotia. <laughs> So funny, such a good show. Outer Banks, class, class show. How do, it's the show. I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast, but I think shows right now and just TV series in general are just popping off. Yeah, and there's so many, so many good ones. I've been, I'm almost done. I have like two more episodes left of Better Call Saul, which is just super good. If you're a fan yeah. of Breaking Bad, it's. It's just like more along. I mean, it's the same writer, I'm pretty sure. So it's just that writing that it's just good. It's like undeniably yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. And the actors are all good. It's one of those shows where it's serious and it feels serious. Yeah. Because that's like 
that's like Outer Banks. It's serious and it feels like a joke. Yeah. But the shows that they can actually make people seem believably like scary and mm-hmm. you don't you wouldn't want to mess with them even though it's just a TV show and mm-hmm. they're actually just actors that wouldn't hurt a fly. It's crazy. Yeah. I need to get back into Better Call Saul. I watched up until like I think like season three and I was current, so I was like week to week. That's what I did too. I think, but I only watched till like the first two episodes of season three. And yeah, it was also current. It was after I'd finished Breaking Bad the first time. I started watching it and I didn't get fully into it because I didn't want to like do the wait every week. Yeah, and, that, that's But now I they're stopped. all they're all out now. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. And so I'm, I've been watching those. And it's, I, it's the pr- whole prequel, right? Does it kind of, yeah. you're kind of ending near the, near the beginning, the I beginning. think. Yeah. But it's also the time is kind of, the time skips around a little bit in that Better Call Saul. Mm. It's kind of just like, yeah, backstory. It just kind of developed some characters that didn't fully get developed in Breaking Bad. Like uh, Mike Ehrmantraut, mm. the, um, mm-hmm. the badass the old guy. S- sick guy. He gets kind of more character development. And so does Saul, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, the woman Gustavo Fring yep Gus Fring and, shout out uh, to my boy the uh, all of the Salamancas you learn about uh, the guy with the lip <laughs> the bell the bell ding 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 and his lips go that's so weird he's like a bulldog it's crazy because he's not even in real life, like he's not like that. He's he just, acting. He's just that. doing that. Yeah, but then you got uh, in Breaking Bad. What's the kid's name? Oh yeah, the red man. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's CP'd up. Uh-oh. We talked about this. He's, he's got cerebral palsy. <laughs> yeah. His voice. Oh, I'll just hear. Don't even. <laughs> we didn't actually um in imitate him. We're just no, trying. No, I was to, yawning. Yeah, you were yawning. Let me pull him up. Um, <laughs> Walter White Son Junior. Oh, it is Junior, isn't it? Walter White Junior. He's literally Walter White Junior. Let me see. Literally. I want to just hear him talk. Is this him? Remembering you that way. What well, wouldn't be so bad? The bad way to remember you would be the way the way you've been this whole last year. At least last night you were you were real, you know? He was a class actor. Yeah. He's so good. And he's not like that. He actually is though. He actually has cerebral palsy. He does. Does he talk like that? Yeah. That's his real real time? Yeah, that's how he actually talks, how he actually moves around and stuff. Wow. I I saw like a recent picture of him. He's like a he must be a lady killer. You think so? Look at look at a recent picture of him. He went by Flynn, remember he changed his name? Oh yeah. Flynn White. That's a dumb freaking name, by the way. <laughs> it is. RJ Mitt. M I D M I D. He's, he's got his longboard. He does have a longboard. Maybe he's. Oh, that's a forty-two-minute podcast. See him? Here we go. Yeah, he's looking With the good. Facial hair. He looks good. Hey guys, I'm RJ Mini, and I have cerebral palsy, and I would like to let 
the brain and life community know that you may have a neurological condition, but that does not mean you are any less capable of achieving your goals. You know he's a killer, bro. Oh, yeah. By harnessing who you are and learning about your conditions and learning what you want to achieve, you can overcome these obstacles and overcome the perception Do you, oh. that people he's got upon he's you. got like nice like hair yeah. nice facial hair like actually he's a really good looking dude do you think it is bad like that casting call like we need one of you <laughs> <laughs> we need to find somebody who's got cerebral palsy yeah and then him like oh that's kind of, yeah that's i just wonder, weird that's weird do you think he wrote it like that like the son has uh condition or do you think that they were when they were casting this rj mitt just comes up and he's like i think we could add more to the story let me in i don't know i feel like that's a casting call i feel like they they called upon this that's that's actually a good thing though that's a good thing because you you can't cancel somebody for saying we want to hire a disabled person yeah yeah give them opportunities yeah wow the cerebral palsy. Truly astonishing. There's a um Never mind. What? I I never I just I was remembering somebody <laughs> famous for cerebral palsy and I can't remember actually what they do or who they are, so I figured it's like not reasonable to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not him though. There's somebody else. I feel like it was like a, either a like a comedian or some kind of tech guy inventing stuff. I can't remember. All the tech guys have cerebral palsy. Famous. I'll look up famous cerebral palsy. Famous cerebral. How do you spell palsy? P P. Is it like Paul? Like palsy. Palsy. Oh no, I spelled it wrong. Stephen. Stephen Hawking. I didn't. I actually didn't know. I guess that 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 was Stephen. I don't know Bahav Nabata or Chris Foseca. Ann McDonald, Jerry Taylor, Christopher Nolan? No way. That has, I don't think that's the, the Christopher Nolan that we know. No. No, he's a writer. But oh, not, okay. not yeah, yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. Very, I was gonna say, very impressive. Is that George Washington? That is George Washington. It's not actually Stephen Hopkins. What did he do? He um, helped to found a subscription library in 1754. He was a member of the Philosophical Society of Newport. Although largely self-educated, Hopkins served as a chancellor of Rhode Island College, now Brown University. Oh, wow. Good job, buddy. Yeah, so they they're they're kind of doing some cool stuff and I don't know they're why They're doing some good stuff. I don't know why it didn't pull up RJ Mitt. Here's one with RJ Mitt. Okay, Brown. I don't really know some of these other people. RJ Mitt really uh He really put like the the cerebral palsy people on the, on the map. On the map, yeah. He's paving Wasn't the way. Wasn't he in like one of those shows? Wasn't he in Yeah, Hannah Montana. Really? Yeah, I remember that. Huh. And switched at birth, which I watched before I knew it was a girls' show. <laughs> I used to watch girls' shows and stuff. I read girls' books. Do you know I read the entire Twilight series when I was little because I thought it was, vampires were cool? 
and I and I did not know even while I was reading it because I was like ten or eleven. I did not know it was a romance written for women. Wow. It's. I read the fantasy books that all the girls the are reading. The whole Twilight series. I read the entire thing, and I could not put it down because I was like, and and I didn't know why they would get into these like weird sections of the book where they weren't. It wasn't like cool fights and stuff. Yeah. It was just like, I'm so into you, Katniss. And you're like, yes, yeah. <laughs> Katniss. <laughs> I can't remember Bella. Bella. Bella, yeah. So into you, Bella. The movies were. The movies, it's easier to justify watching the movies as a guy. I think almost every guy's seen I wa- them. I watch the movies. But reading the books, it's hard to justify. <laughs> you Except justify that I was 10. You were, yeah, you were that young. I would not you read them know, now. But your dad should have known. He'd be like, son, what are you reading? He was more just like, I'm happy he's reading and he like can read and stuff. I was like, do you know what you're reading? I don't know if he knew as much, but my mom definitely did. And she... She's like, yes. She told me later, I'm pretty sure, that she kind of didn't know if she should buy them for me or not. Because they're like... Yeah. They get a little raunchy, apparently. And really? I did not I did not pick up on the raunch. I was like young enough that I didn't even <laughs> think that way. skimmed to the action. Yeah. I was just skimming till another fight. Because it was actually cool. There, there's this whole thing about like the vampires and the wolves hate each other. And yeah, yeah. They hate each other, and it's crazy. It's the Team Jacob versus Team Edward. Yeah. I'm on Team Jacob. Edward's a freaking nerd, bro. I think that... Edward's a freaking bot, bro. Yeah, but the, but I, I, I thought that Jacob was like way cooler, but the vampires, I'd rather be one of the vampires because they're, they're just like... They don't even have to breathe or blink or anything. They don't have to eat. They can they can uh, run insanely fast. They're, that got goofy in the movies. It looked the, weird. The, the, it looked so weird. The fast running in the movies was goofy. The fast because they would talk like all serious yeah, and yeah. stuff, and, and they'd, they'd be like, "We, get, <laughs> we have, yeah, we have to go." And then they made that movie of vampires suck, which was so funny. It was just a spinoff of Twilight. <laughs> Bella, we have to go. They're yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> oh my god. Monkey that's, spin. That's too funny. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I th- I agree with you that I'd rather be a vampire than a wolf, but I'd rather be Team Jacob than Team Edward because Edward's a bot. Yeah, he's a god. Edward sucks, bro. He does. He's just like so. I don't. He's so like depressed. He's like emo. <laughs> so emo. The, yeah, the the vampires are emos. And the wolves are like a frat. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, conservatives versus liberals. Yeah, yeah. The vampires are like the redneck conservative guys, and the the very clean cut, like they're all doctors and stuff. The liberal uh, vampires. The va- <laughs> yeah. They're all educated. Yeah. And they're super smart and old and mature. The mature and the vampires they, are and like, they, or the, the wolves yeah, are like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna go turn the wolves and eat them. Where's yeah. my Harley? Where's my Harley? Yeah, they're riding motorcycles yeah. around. And, oh, 
And they, he had that old truck that was just cool. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that truck was sick. <laughs> oh. I finally um I finally got my brakes fixed on my trucks. Which is good, yeah. Last pod you were having issues. I was I was telling people the last pod that I was I would press the brakes and it would steer me off the road. And uh it's done now. I fixed it. It was just <laughs> turns out, okay. For that one person who's listening to the podcast and they don't know why they're um late nineties to early two thousands Chevy truck is turning to the right when you press the brakes. It's the driver's <coughs> side. It's the driver's side hose, the brake line. That's the hose part. It's $35 at AutoZone. It'll fix the whole problem. Thank you. I spent 300 or so dollars figuring that out. Did you really? I spent 160 on the um on the calipers and then I spent less than 100 on the two hoses. Jeez. So I spent like 200 and yeah. some figuring it out but now i have brand new like brake lines and calipers up front which i can't be mad about because yeah. now i've like i'm just safer i uh-huh. can't be like mad that i'm safer and then i mean like that could have been a problem later and now it just mm-hmm. won't for probably the entire remaining life of the truck frick well that's cool yeah like like i said you did the future proofing and I just changed the oil today, so she's ready to rock for a while. Man, she is ready to rock. How many uh, quarts of oil does that? Six. Six? Six quarts? Is that quarts? Mine takes six quarts. Six quarts, yeah. So I just buy the big one and one little one. And mm-hmm. I just put everything in. Yep. And then that's it. That's the easy way to do it. Your your uh, Cadillac takes six? Yeah. Six quartes. It's kind of annoying. I like five because then you can just buy the one just thing. Just one dump jug, it in. yeah. And my, my truck will burn some oil. So, it will? Yeah. Hmm. Just always has. And I they they kind of do. Like, that's the... People say they just burn a little bit of oil. Yeah. But it, it's okay, you know. It's okay. That's interesting. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. So, when we moved into that house that we were talking about couple pods ago mm-hmm. moved into a house just down the road that's right um there's a there's no garage that's right but there's a shed correct when the shed is locked or i'll say was locked and full of stuff absolutely full of full of like trash kids toys yep. kind of trash because actually the woman who owns the property it runs a daycare out of her house and she did run the daycare out of that house that we're in, but now she has moved. She moved like seven years ago or something like that. But yeah. she still has a shed full of daycare <clears throat> stuff there. And I mess. I messaged her. Actually, I called her the um, in January, like right after we had moved in, and mm-hmm. we had we had already kind of talked about potentially getting access to the shed because yeah. we've got motorcycles and stuff. There's no garage, so if we want to keep anything, basically there, it has to go in that shed. Yeah. And so I, I had contacted her. I called her in January. I was like, "Hey, can we can we have the shed?" She's like, "Yes, you you absolutely can have the shed." Um, and I just have to, like, some weekend I'll, I'll come and I'll, I'll get the stuff. And I was like, "Okay, Gus and I will help you so that you don't have to worry about like transporting all this stuff yourself. You don't have to worry about lifting stuff. Just we'll just help you out with the whole thing because I, I wanted to make it easy for her to just be like, "Okay, yeah, we're gonna." I'm going to mm-hmm. come do this now. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, I, I'm kind of busy. Whatever. I, I, 
I'll let you know when I'm not. And then February comes around, and I'm like, okay, I message her. Yeah. It's like, where are you? Are you ready? Like, can we? Yeah, can two, we do two it? months. Let me. I'm actually gonna read the actual text because it's by. so funny. Yeah, we got to uh, preface with they are Indian folk. They are from India. Okay, this is Saturday, January fourteenth. When is the the first time I said it? Okay, 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 okay. Let's start at January second. Okay, the day after we moved in. Mm-hmm. I said hi, Janaki. This is Tyler. If you get a chance for a phone call today, I can update you about the oven, and I have some questions about the shed. Because the oven uh, didn't work when we moved in, so I went and bought a secondhand oven, and they paid me back for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did call her that day, and I was I said everything about the oven. I wanted to get her on the phone for the shed thing. Yeah. And so I got her on the phone, and I was like, hey, we, we have motorcycles that we have to keep out of the rain, or they'll get all rusty and horrible. I was like, can we have tools and stuff we mm-hmm. can't keep in the house or we don't want to keep in the house? And she's like, okay, yes, you can have the shed. I'll get my stuff out. I'll be there soon. So then I messaged her back 14, 12 days later. I was like, tired of waiting for her to message me. So yeah. I was like, hey, Janaki, I'm just wondering when we'll be able to access the shed and Gus and I will help you move anything you need moved. She sent back a little bit later that day. I am... This month, I am busy. I could do it only on weekends. I will let you know next month. Yeah, she moves Which, by eight months. That's a little she bit. Moves by that months. is crazy, right? Yeah. Have you ever had anyone tell you I'm busy this month? No. I almost believe her. So I just said, okay, that works. Because yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then this is Saturday... February 18th. So this is a month and like four days later. Yep. I said, hi, is there an upcoming weekend that we can clear out the shed? Because I I'd waited a month and then I was like, okay, I'm going to message her again. Mm-hmm. She said, I was thinking March 4th. I was like, we won't be around March 4th, but we'll be around the next weekend. She's like, okay, that's fine. So it took three months for her to actually come and do it. Three months shed. And and her and coming and her coming and doing it. Her coming and doing it was <laughs> for some reason. Okay, she said three or four on the eleventh, which at the time of filming this, that's yesterday. Mm-hmm. At the time it uploads, that's two days ago. So I, she's like, I'll come at three or four, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Three or four sounds like a good time, and uh, she gets there at five. And I'm waiting. As soon as like three goes around, I've been at the house. I'm ready to. Yeah, I got. I'm, I think I got back around three thirty. Yeah, I was. I heard uh, you said like three thirty four uh-huh, or yeah, something. Yeah. I was so tired. I hopped in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> you I, napped. I napped. I was like wired because I was ready to get it done, and I was waiting for her. I waited for her for two hours, just just kind of antsy. I was ready to get it done. Yeah, for two hours, and she finally shows up. And she's so nice. I had never met her in person. She's so nice. She wanted to see the house because the house was trashed when we got in there. And yeah. we, we've been fixing it up. So she wanted to see it. She was so happy about it. She's super nice and she's funny. So she kind of, you can't be mad at her really. Oh, no, yeah. And then she gets out to the to the shed. She's like, I don't have the key though. 
I have to go get the key from Santa. <laughs> yeah. So she has yeah, to. Was, she leaves and goes and I gets was the like, key. I was like in a daze when she said that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so is she coming back another day? No, no. She left. She's back like in thirty minutes or whatever. It did take her. The the gas station that Santosh works at Mm -hmm. is four minutes down the road, quarter mile, and it took her like thirty minutes. I swear to get back, and she was finally back. So it's like five twenty or whatever, Mm -hmm. and she opens up the shed. It's just full of stuff, like piled up. Yep, and she starts saying. Like, oh, no, where do we even start? And, and I'm like, oh, oh, no. I, oh, I, fart. Oh, fart. I was worried, you know. I was, yeah. I was nervous. And and so I'm like, well, just let me know. Like, give me, give me, I'll, t- I'll do anything. I'll lift lift stuff up for you. Just direct me, basically. Mm-hmm. I prompted her to delegate tasks to me. And she was just, she didn't, she didn't. So I just yes. started picking stuff up and bringing it outside. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, good, good." Like, yeah, she was kind of like freaking out when, yeah. when I walked out there. She yeah. was just like standing there and like, yeah, she go. It was. I think it was overwhelming <clears throat> for her because of how much actual stuff there was. Yeah. So I did not slow down for a second because I knew as soon as I slowed down, she would start telling me she didn't want everything out of the shed. I was so I, know. I was so and worried. She started putting stuff back in. She did, but I was so worried she was gonna put stuff back in the shed that I was trying as fast as I could to get everything outside of the shed. And she did end up saying, "Can you put this stuff back in the shed?" And it's not that much stuff. The funniest thing is is what you told her. That's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. funny. So she started putting, <laughs> she started putting like telling us to put stuff back in the shed. And you started organizing <laughs> it across the back wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> like, like almost like Tetris. Like yeah, you I was, have everything I was playing, stacked. Yeah, I was playing Tetris with one layer of things. And <laughs> <laughs> she had, she, and then there was, you had like one spot open to finish that wall. Yeah, I had one piece to yeah. finish my Tetris wall. And then she, she requested another thing to go in that one. I mean, she requested another thing to go back in the shed. Yeah. And what did you tell her? I was like, I was like, are you sure you only have one spot left? <laughs> That's so funny. And she started like screaming. Yeah. She's like, what? What? What do you mean? <laughs> I was so like, you funny. only have one spot left, left in the shed. Oh, I'm so. You are the one of the only people I know that could get away with saying that. Like she owns the entire property. She owns everything in the shed and she owns the shed. Yep. And she's letting us use the shed that we weren't ever guaranteed as part of the lease. Yep. And you're like, are you sure you want to use your last spot? Your last spot. This is it. I thought that was so funny. But then we finally get everything out and she's saying she wants to donate all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the donation stuff, I'm like, just don't even worry about that. We'll bring it and donate it. We'll bring up. We're going to donate it. We're yep. going to donate it. And I got that stuff donated today, but um, <laughs> it's, it's gone. It's been donated. Yeah. Donated to the state. To this. Yes. Mm-hmm. We donated it to the state. There's a state program that takes all kinds. They'll take anything. Yeah. 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 They'll, they'll take it. They'll recycle it to children. and Yeah. yeah. For so, the children. Um, I donated that stuff today. Um, <laughs> and then the rest of the stuff was stuff she wanted to keep. And so I have a small, my, the bed of my truck is not as big as like a full full size pickup bed yeah 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 because it's i've got like the it's just small it's like four it's four by six mm-hmm. 
But four by six is still a lot of room for stuff. I took a full load of stuff it to, was, her, to com- her house. It was completely full. And there was stuff in the back of her car. Yeah. I took all that stuff all the way, like, a couple towns over. And then me and our other roommate, Nate, unloaded it all in her garage. Which now her garage is so full of stuff. And God, dude. And then on top of that, we still had a full truck <laughs> bed worth of uh, trash. Um, what? Not garbage. Um, not trash. Uh, donation. Donation. Donations. Donation. Yeah. So I took that to the donations. Today I took that to the donation center where they um, compacted into a little ball of <laughs> they, donation. They, they donate it to the earth. Yeah. <laughs> donate it to that uh, that big landfill in Holly Springs. Yeah. Oh my god! But so two full truckloads of stuff two actual truckloads yeah yeah which is what is the shed the shed's like i don't know, 10 not even maybe maybe 10, 10 by, eight. by 10 by 8 or 10 by yeah 10 by 8 sounds right mm-hmm. which i mean that's like double the size of my pickup truck mm-hmm. beds it was full and it's tall i mean it's like there's a lot there's a lot of room in there there's plenty like of room, the volume so is high now we can get our motorcycles there i've oh, been keeping yeah. i've been pumped. keeping my motorcycle at my parents house You've been keeping your motorcycle at your parents' house, which, yeah, which is right, is right down the road, but it's still, like, projects and stuff happen in there. Sawdust gets all over I don't even stuff. like it, like, here, because even I was, like, out there woodworking today. Yeah. And, like, stuff was... I mean, I have the cover on it now, but, like, it's still just kind of in the way. Oh, yeah. So it'll be really nice to get them just in a shed. Yeah. We can put all the, like, tools and stuff we have in there. Yeah, I th- I'm going to bring my, my little tool chest down. That'll be cool. Slap it in one of the corners. If there's enough room, I, I almost want to build a little, maybe like a really skinny table in there. So we there'll, have there'll like a, a little room. room to work on stuff yeah, in there. Yeah, We can actually do some projects in there. That'd be nice. I can bring my um that my new table saw too. If That'd be cool. That. Yeah. Um, that's all my, I, that's the only saw I have. The rest is my dad's stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm beyond psyched to finally have the shed. My bike's in there now. I finally have Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I gotta see I wanna see what it looks like in there because I, I couldn't get a clear picture of what it would look like with both bikes in there. I have a picture, but um But 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 It's not a accurate picture because it's uh the like point uh, point five, so it makes it look huge yeah i i can i can i can kind of get a picture of what that looks like and i'll do i'll do it tomorrow i'm bringing my bike over to your house tomorrow to get those tires off oh yeah your tires that are how old are they do you know they're 14 years old now damn and 10 years is like the cutoff i just had a you know well cameron he was on the pod cameron just Mm -hmm. blew a tire on his he has a Chrysler 300 that he got from his grandfather, um, and it has the original tires on it. It's got super low mileage on it. Wow. From And it's a, oh, it might be a 12. I think it's a 12 or 13. So they're, are they're 10 years old. They're like almost, they're turning 10, and one blew up on the highway the other night. Dude, uh, uh, what's her name? Bubs? <laughs> Bubs showed me a picture of like, or the video of like him inspecting the tire, mm-hmm. and it's just like ruined. Destroyed. And it's, it's, if you don't, they don't have to look bad to have go bad. 
the the different laminated laminated layers of rubber can start to delaminate inside the tire and like the metal the steel cords that run around can yeah. delaminate from yeah. the rubber uh-huh. so they can look completely fine and just be bad and that's why you're supposed to replace your tires when they wear out or when they get too old and you've been riding around on a motorcycle with 14 year old tires i've been feeling like a gambler and i feel like i've been winning you you won i feel but like now, I've, been, I've been winning but not only are they not only do they are they too old they're actually completely worn out too yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk about you know going all in on freaking black and yeah. hitting oh my god i put when we got the bike we were like oh i so we, we were trying to like talk the guy down. Mm-hmm. We we're like, okay, it definitely needs new tires. So we're going to need new tires. And yep. then we said something else stupid because the bike's in like perfect condition. It was, it was pristine. And so basically all it needed was tires and still haven't, <laughs> still haven't changed them. Cause we looked them up when we were there. We're like, oh, they're freaking, they're 13 years old. Yeah. They're dry rotted. They're worn. And I've, I've ran 3k on them. That's insane. Easy. The Dunlop uh, Sport Maxes, and those tires, three thirty a piece. Oh, because I was talking to the dude at Cycle Gear. Mm-hmm. I called him. I was like, "Hey, do you have the OEM tires that you can get? Because or not the OEM, but I was like, do you have the Dunlop Sport Maxes that can go on this?" And he's like, "He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I see those." And he's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like over over the phone. Yeah, over yeah. the phone, he's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. He's like. I don't know if you want them after I say the price. I was like, hit me with it. That's funny. And he's like, three thirty for the front, three forty for the back. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, <laughs> give me the Shinkos or whatever <laughs> or whatever. I think no, nah, I got the Bridgestones. I got Bridgestones. I think as long as it's one of those big names, they're they're good. Like they compete so much. Yeah. Mine, I spent a hundred dollars on my new tires for my bike because I got the. I found there's a guy in Garner right down the road that is just was parting out my exact bike. So I got my tires and he had brand new tires on it. They are five years old. So it's not old enough that I'm worried about it. They look good. They look great. They're like, they must have like 200 miles on them if that. And they are in, yeah, they're, they're not old enough to be worried, but, and I ride that bike enough that I know I'll wear them out before they get too old. Yeah. And they're yeah they're in great condition. But that and was a fatties, deal. bro. They're fatties. They look good. They do they look, look good. good they there. look really good on that bike. The Magna. Oh, we were riding a couple of days ago when we went to get the the shoes, which I actually want to talk about that. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we were riding the other day, and you, uh, both our bikes are very loud, and yeah. we both have full face helmets on. So uh-huh. trying to communicate to each other when we're at a stoplight is <laughs> yeah, almost not worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I just like do, I do weird things with my hands. And and <sighs> I heard you said to me. I already know what you're about about to say. the pistons on the wheel. Yeah, and I you I think you said your your. I said your stem has a piston your on it. Stem has a piston on it. Which or is, no, 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 no. You said your cap is a piston, I think. Your stem cap. I think you said like your stem cap or something because yeah. I heard cap and pissin. And I <laughs> thought you were telling me that I blew my forks out. No I was so sure. Way, I was really? so sure you were telling me that I blew my forks out. Because you're like, it's pissin. Yeah. I'm like, I thought you meant it was pissin fluid out. 
Oh no. And 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 then I and then I thought for a while, you know, yeah. I was processing what could he have said, what could he have said, what could he have said, and I realized there's pistons on my stem or cap or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Which what I was referring to is is your little where you fill the air up. The the caps of them look like little pistons to yeah. a I mean a motorcycle. Uh-huh. And that's what came on those. That's what you know the guy, And they look cool. The they are cool. They look cool. But I was so worried for a second, like my heart sunk and I was like, No. You I have to fix this again. Rebuild your <laughs> so after the brake maneuvers we were having in traffic though, you <laughs> we might have to rebuild them. Yeah, we were just <laughs> we were just goofing around. We were just slamming our front brakes. We were in stop and go traffic on the bikes. And we were going, like, taking off as fast as we could and then stopping as hard as we could to move, like, three feet. Yep. And just freaking people out. It, people were freaked out. People <laughs> already get nervous when there's bikes <laughs> around. so nervous. That's part of, yeah, that's part of the problem is, like, you get in traffic and you see people, like, mm-hmm. they, they, it's like they see, a, like, a cop. It's like when you see a cop or you're like passing a mm-hmm. cop, you like are like super frozen. You get and tense and weird. You know you're doing like the right thing, but like you don't know why you're all weird and like the closest I've ever been to crashing my car has been when there's a cop really close. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I'm all tense and I'm focused on the cop and I'm not I should be focused on the road, but I'm like nervous. I'm like I'm like, are my tags up to date? Like I'm thinking about yeah. everything that could go wrong. I was like I don't know. I I don't. The cop thing is so weird. I've never been pulled over. Really? Never. I got pulled over one time, and it was for my tag light. And he oh, was really? like, he was so cool. He's like, hey, by the way, your tag's out. And I didn't have my uh, after nines. It was when I was that. Oh, I was like sixteen. Yeah. And I was on the like provisional license, mm-hmm. and he didn't even take my license. He just told you your. He did a traffic stop and. Didn't ask for a license or registration. I've gone through a checkpoint before that was for, they were trying to find somebody. Yeah. It was kind of scary. And I was, I was a brand new driver driving back from school and I rolled down my window. I turned my music off. I was so nervous. And he's like, can I see your ID? And I was like, yes, sir. (laughs) I gave him my ID and he's like, all right, man, you're good to go. Be safe. Do you think that those traffic stop, I mean, the like. The checkpoints are lawful. Are you talking about which which kind of checkpoint? Because um, <clears throat> that was a checkpoint. They were searching for somebody. Mm-hmm. And Even say they're searching for someone. Do you think that's a lawful checkpoint? Um, because there's no probable cause of like getting pulled over. Besides, they're quote unquote looking for someone. Yeah, but I I think that they were not. They didn't even talk to me very much. He was mm-hmm. just checking my ID. Mm-hmm. He just wanted to know that I wasn't this guy that's like they're trying to find. Yeah. So I didn't have a problem with it. I don't like stopping everybody at a checkpoint to try and check for alcohol. That I've seen two of those around us. Yeah. And they kind of tick me off. They tick me off. Because that's like, that's unfair. That's like playing the, like, you're playing freaking checkers it's with chess pieces. Spawn camping. It's spawn camping, <laughs> and it's not fair. <laughs> even though I don't drink and drive. No, I. I it's hate, like I hate even. I, I hate it. Even being under the legal limit. Yeah. I, it stresses me out. Yeah. I'm so stressed. I'm like, I, it feels weird. It feels wrong. It just feels like I'm endangering people. I don't like it. And I've never driven over the legal limit. Yeah. But I've 
I don't even like it when I'm approaching the legal limit. That's why I like, like, call back to earlier when I was saying it's nice to just be at a house where you have, you're hosting the party. Yeah. Because you could just, you don't have to worry about driving. I hate driving. Yeah. So, or even getting driven when you're like that gone. Mm-hmm. You're browned out and like, oh, dude, that's so bad that like motion and everything. That happened to me one time. I got into a car with somebody who was way more intoxicated than I thought they were, and uh, yeah. and it's kind of like one of those never again things. Like yeah, it, it was yeah, a yeah. it was a really good experience just because nothing went completely wrong. We did actually hit a car, but it was in a parking lot. <laughs> no, um, no way. Yeah, we did. No, wait, were they driving? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, so he pull he pulls us into a bar. That is really close to his house, mm-hmm. super close, and he's like, "This is my, this is the bar I go to. It's really close to my house. I can walk there, or whatever." Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, "Okay." He brings us in and he buys us all shots, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I can't tell how much this dude has drank already, but and and he just has to cross. There's like one more road to to go through the intersection, and then we're in his neighborhood, so we're yeah. we're ridiculously close to his house. <laughs> yeah. And we all get back in the car after the shot. I'm thinking, whoa, what is going on? And he just backs out of the parking spot and then just hits a car that's backed into the, or like pulled into the other parking spot. So it's just bumper on bumper, two yeah. small crossovers. Oh and, my God. and it's like enough that my head hits the seat rest. <laughs> and he's like, yep. and he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, if you're going to do something about it. Yeah you go do that right now and i'm like if you're gonna get out of there yeah do it now <laughs> and he just puts the pedal down because i'm like we don't Holy have time to freak. sit and, and yeah. talk about it and and he's also and if he I'm were starting to, to realize he's blasted if so he were to do something he would get a dui a, D, a dui and if he <clears throat> didn't it still could be a fel- like a hit and run is still a felony charge yeah but they wouldn't know he's drunk they wouldn't have known he's drunk after the fact if they found him after the fact if like if he was on the camera and they figured out who it yeah, was yeah and they found out he would but he would still get a felony <laughs> they, charge they see you in the passenger seat drive, yeah. drive. <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't advising him to get out of there yeah but i was saying you're, you're advising him to make up his mind i i was like just figure out what yeah the frick we're gonna one, or, go one to. or the other one or the other and i and i and he went and I was like, okay. And so when we got back, I was like, put the car in the garage. <laughs> and we did. We, we tucked the car away, closed that garage. And we we're, and then, um, turns out I was with bubs too. And, and she was just fine to drive. So oh, she, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So she was just oh like, my God, she was just like, I and, and her a car, long time ago, her car was at his house. Yeah. So we just drove home and oh she was fine God. like she hadn't drank in a long time she should have driven the other car it was such a and at yeah, that moment backwards and you know i i i never thought i didn't think he would get in the car if he wasn't all right to drive and you don't want to be that asshole who's like are you good like can you drive how much did you drink prove it yeah, you know yeah. and, and you, i trust all Especially my friends like i, I know you probably at that moment you weren't exactly like incredibly buddy buddy with him. I wasn't super close with him, so I was like, I just trusted that he wouldn't do that kind of do that to me. Yeah, like I trusted he wouldn't risk my life. Like with you, or like with Nate, or even with like Chandler or someone, I'd be like, No, nah, you're not driving. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know. Cause yeah, you, yeah. He didn't give any signs of being too intoxicated. Yeah. And I didn't see him drinking that night. I wasn't really hanging out wow. with him super close. I knew he had, like, at least a couple beers. Yeah. But it had also been a couple hours. So, in my mind, he was just thinking he was going to get loaded at his house later, and he was just kind of keeping it light because he had to drive. Yeah. Nope. Nope. He was loaded. <laughs> and I got in a car with him, and we drove, like, <laughs> 20 minutes to his house <laughs> on these curvy back roads and Ooh. and i'm and it made me like when i realized how intoxicated he was which was only when he hit that car and it was like what's going on like i i re I, I got like this this flash of like sick to my stomach i was like i've been at so much risk tonight and didn't even know it yeah yeah that is it's spooky it is it was spooky spooky and he's spooky. a cool he's a cool dude i don't have anything against him but i'm never getting in a car with him again yeah yeah that's a good move freaking almost the same thing happened to me i won't name names but uh, you know we were in some city on a vacation <laughs> yep and, and my buddy just freaking not intoxicated at all just <laughs> backs up slams into a car yep doesn't even nobody even has like enough time to say a breath and he's freaking on the gas out of there burning rubber the but guy that's in the, the middle guy of the day, who, right the middle of the day people are all around the guy who owned the car was standing right there and <laughs> and all like um there was four of us in the car, and he freaking sped off, and all like the three that yeah, were yeah, not yeah, in yeah. control of the car just looked at each other, like, like "What is he doing? What? What is happening?" We're like, "Cause all right, if I if I hit your car in the middle of a parking lot in the middle of the day, I own that. You know, I'm I I wasn't taking some unnecessary risk. I was just driving, and yeah. shit, shit happens. And it, it wasn't like uh, some huge accident. Yeah, it was just like." I mean, he was going probably like five miles an hour. The cars were probably both completely fine. <laughs> really? Was there paint on his car? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go pee. Well, what are we at? What are we at? An hour. Right, I got one thing I want to talk about. Okay. I do too. So After we got two more things. Okay. Okay. Almost 50 bucks. Feety bug, baby, beat, feety bug, baby. Okay, so what is your... Uh, feety bug, baby, feety bug. Your topic baby. you were talking about. Oh, yeah. So you remember how I, I'm doing all the research on Freemasons that I'm not really doing research on? Yeah, so two two episodes ago... <laughs> <laughs> Our sound effects Freemasons. <laughs> Our sound effects are so cracked out. They're cracked. But good quick. That clean quick. Okay, so two episodes ago, you said <sighs> next episode you were gonna have all this research done about Freemasons yep. and tell us all the details. Yep, yep. And yep, then yep. last episode, you were like, "Oops, I forgot," or "I didn't." And then this episode, I went like, "Oops," again. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So it's still kind of like a running thing. We got to get into the Freemasons, but we just haven't. Yet, anything. Right? So I went to get into it. Okay. And. Uh, I was going around on YouTube and they like suggested me this video and it was like, it was one of the shorts, but it was about, um, this is like real life Indiana Jones character. Okay. He's an archeologist. His name is Ron Wyatt, mm -hmm. but he, the th weird thing about him, he's a biblical ar archeologist. So he goes wow. and he finds things 
that are like biblically historic. Okay. And he claims to have found the Ark of the Covenant. Oh. Which is super interesting that he's been in I don't he died. He's dead. <laughs> oh. But uh before he lives he lived in Tennessee. He's like from here, but he went to Jerusalem because he thought he was like on to something with like in the Bible they would they would say something about this area and then this area and he kind of put the pieces together where it could be mm-hmm. and um he ended up finding like some really interesting stuff where like people were getting crucified in that area and he like believes it's where Jesus was crucified oh. and so Super bizarre that I didn't know about Jerusalem is that they've had like 10 different variations of their city that's there now. So it, they would build it up and then it would burn down and they would break it down and then oh. they build it up. Yeah. And they didn't have like landfills back then. So this happened like 10 times where it's like a demolition rebuild type situation. Mm-hmm. And there's no landfills. So they build on top basically on top of cities so they just flatten them and then build 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 so there's layers of cities that's so crazy right yeah and so they one of the city the city that they hid the there's a city under the ground that they hid the ark in and it's in a chamber under uh, the city that's there now Mm -hmm. and he was like digging 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 it's so hard to dig there because it's 10 cities of like hollow like ground yeah. that's not packed so uh-huh. like you have to go in like two feet put up supports and yeah. everything and uh-huh. like they've been caved in a bunch of times uh-huh. like him and his crew and the fun how they do it is they they dig <clears throat> by like i don't know a few months they were like 20 feet deep mm-hmm. and they it was like this huge archaeology project and they were doing it with plastic buckets. They would fill plastic buckets with like dirt that they like shoveled out and then hauled the plastic. It wasn't like five gallon. They couldn't use machines because they made too much vibration oh. and they would get caved in. So it was all hand done. No way. Yeah. It was super crazy. And I watched this like, not the whole documentary on it, but a lot of it where it, it was not a document. It was them recording themselves. So it was, it was like a vlog. Weird, in yeah. The, and it happened in the 80s. Okay. So it's like, it's pretty old. Um, But they ended up finding this like um, blood sample that um that like led, uh, like dripped down into the chamber where the Ark was. I haven't gotten to the part where they found the Ark yet. Mm-hmm. They claim to have found the Ark. But there was blood that dropped down and it was right, the Ark was straight up and down mm-hmm. from this crucifixion site and they think that's where jesus was crucified and then the blood dripped down all the way no into the ark way, yeah and there was blood in the like little vessel that they say was the ark uh-huh. and so but they didn't really think anything of it which was weird and so they took a sample and then they like took a break for a really long time and then they came out with this like telescope that you could now see the the like atoms or whatever in blood, a microscope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Micro- a crazy microscope. Okay, and they use the microscope, 
and it was crazy. Like, I don't know if this is like just known stuff now, but they took the whatever few thousand year old blood and mixed it with some saline and the like white blood cell count just like started popping back up. Really? Yeah. It was like coming back to life. Weird. And there was all a bunch of like particles in it that were like moving. They uh-huh. show the actual footage of it. It was super interesting. And um so normal humans have forty six chromosomes. Mm-hmm. And this blood had twenty four chromosomes. Weird. Which is super weird. And what the archaeologist said, Ron Wyatt, he said that when Jesus was born, he got 23, usually it's like, whatever, whatever, 23 from your mom, you get 23 from your mom and 23 from your dad, and this one was like, he got 23 from his mom, and since he didn't have a dad, it was like, God gave him one chromosome. Damn. That was cool, I haven't like, apparently that's in the Bible somewhere where it's like, it says something about that. But I haven't looked into that at all. That would be so crazy to find a, yeah, like to find trace of his actual blood, and it it was it was like not human completely. Yeah, and it wasn't. It's yeah. like the all the blood was like resurrected, like in front of their eyes, and then it was half plus one, the amount of yeah. like regular chromosomes that a human has, right below a like crucifixion site. Which, mm, super weird. It was right next to the uh, the tomb that he like was resurrected from mm-hmm. in all the stories. Which is, oh. So you should uh, contact this guy and have him come on the podcast. <laughs> Ron think, White? I think, I think Ron Wyatt. He's Wyatt. dead. He's dead, but I think his wife. Oh, he is dead. His wife is still alive, I think. I wonder if we can get her on the podcast. It's, oh, I wish I um would have done more, but I, I like looked him up on Wikipedia afterwards just to see if he was like a BSer. Mm-hmm. And he's just not a BSer. And Wikipedia doesn't even say he's a BSer. Really? They say he's a biblical archaeologist. And, and that nothing he's done has been like proven wrong or anything. I'm like, why haven't we heard about this? Like this quote-unquote documentary was done in the mid-80s and i was like asking my mom and my dad about it and they were like no we never heard about that before crazy but just like why why haven't we heard anything about this like such cool knowledge that could be true could not be it's also weird how stuff gets shut down like stuff gets shut down and just not propagated through like our our standard like forms of you know news and entertainment and everything it doesn't get propagated through it if it doesn't go with what people want to be propagated i know so really if you found something like that's okay so it's kind of i've just thought of a new thing but so it's it's kind of unrelated to what i was saying but it kind of is if there if jesus came back to earth Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. so there was like somebody who was saying you know, whatever their name was now. Tyrone. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeremy. Yeah. Or Eugene. Or Eugene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just come by and they're like, hi, 
I I was born to a virgin and I am the son of God. Would you believe him? I would just have to uh you kind of have to say like prove it. You have to say prove it, right? Yeah. And then when they and even if they do something you're going to try and like the the actual disciples who believed Jesus were you know, those people took a leap of faith. Yeah. Because trying to, and then you see some guy that you don't even know who says he's blind, and then he's like, oh, "I'm not blind anymore." You're like, "Are you? Are you were you blind? Are you guys doing a trick here? Were you really blind? Or did he pay? How much did he pay you? To, yeah, trying to make some money. Did he pay you? Water and no, a wine. You're like that might have already been yeah. wine. I didn't. I didn't taste it when it was water. I. I kind of. If I were to see a dude multiply some bread and some fish. I believe something was say, going on. And say I'm the son of God, I would be like, "All right, you're the son of God." But what <laughs> if but what if then so like you see some dude doing magic? Yep. And he says he's the son of God and you're like, "Whoa, now that I have seen magic, I know that there could be evil magic, obviously." Yeah. So then you're like, "Am I following this like guy who's trying to lead me down the wrong path?" What if he tells you to do some weird stuff? And you're like, yeah, that's such an awkward position it, to be put it's, in. It's very tough right now because there's so much like crap out there. So much tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. There's so much stuff. He could be just deep faked. <laughs> what if they deep fake Jesus deep returning? Fake J- Jesus. <laughs> J- Michael Jesus. JC comes back as a deep fake. Yeah, honestly. What if AI, what if there's an AI that as soon as it's born, it wasn't trained to do that at all? But it comes back and it's like, I am the second coming of Jesus. And then Whoa. and then the AI was programmed. Dude. It was programmed half by the programmer and the other half by God. What if God programs the next Dude, chat that GPT? Could be crazy. That chat JC. That could be crazy. Jesus comes back as the next <laughs> chat like JC. The the next <laughs> the next coming of God comes in the form of a AI. Yeah, like yeah, like a oh and he's teaching all the other AIs to follow him and that's like That just reminds me you've watched the all the Matrixes, right? Yes. That um, literally, it's been a while, but yes. Literally reminds me exactly of the Matrix, where it's like he's the one mm-hmm. and like but he's also like the Matrix one, and then oh gosh, dude, those movies are so good. I want to watch them again, but I just—it's such a commitment for me because my my uh, my like attention span's so poor. But those movies, <laughs> those like I understand that when they're like dog movies, they're very good movies. I've seen them all before, but I was pretty young. All right, let's freaking. We'll start the new one. We'll okay. Start, oh, not the new one. We're not going anywhere. We're not touching number four. Did you watch it? N- yeah. It wasn't Tra- good. Trash. They ruined it. The trannies. <laughs> <laughs> but Are there trannies in it? So the directors, the Wachowski brothers, are now the Wachowski sisters. They both are transgender? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. <laughs> So and they and that yeah. That's the kind of shit that makes me not believe it. Yeah, like that's <laughs> yeah. the kind of shit you can't. But bu- oh, they doubled down. We're both that, you know. Like yeah. we're both whatever. We're not even getting into that, but but okay. Yeah, Keep well, going. they they just it made they just, they just made a subpar movie, just made a dog shit movie. It. But they made really good movies when they were dudes. 
<laughs> they made all the the matrixes they made my favorite movie the speed racer oh that was them oh that movie's weirdly good for how like kid oriented it is dude not kid oriented it's <laughs> secretly all adult oriented i watched it with you because you guys we rave about you it. you and bubs that's like you're probably both of your favorite movies of all time yeah at least it definitely is bubs and she watches it like regularly so i've seen it a couple times the past three years or four years whatever how long it's been the okay it's good it's, I it's think surprisingly good one of the best scenes from a movie i've ever seen <laughs> is the championship race he breaks down in the bowl and the bowl drift scene out of the bowl yeah the sound engineering and the visuals yeah just i've never seen anything like that and uh, it's so are impressive you talking about where he's like uh, you have to know what she wants or something. Yeah. And then he like shifts it into sixth gear and it starts or something. Yeah. Like something that. It, it's funny. It's funny. Like, but they did it so well. So it's like, it's not logical to. No. To, but whatever he did wasn't logical, but it was kind of but like, you say, it gave you chills still. But the, what they're using, they're saying like the Vernulia Convergenator, which is not a, not re- a it's real not a thing. thing. Yeah. It's like the nickel hydride. Uh, dentrite readings are off the charts you're like that's not a real thing so it's like you're already have such this suspension of disbelief already that so when it actually so say this he's got eight gears eight gear could be first and one could be fastest we don't know yeah you don't you couldn't even you could not know we don't know you couldn't possibly know but we know if he put it into fifth it could jump start the whole thing and it did the vernuli if you want real horses, go over Newly. <laughs> okay, so everyone's uh, everyone's uh, homework this week is to go watch Speed Racer. Homework, Speed Racer 2008, Wachowski Brothers. And then uh, the other thing, the only other thing I was going to talk about on this pod is uh, my running shoes. Yup! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> So we went the other day, the, the, the day we were talking about that I, we went on the ride and you were talking about my uh, pistons on my wheels. Yeah. We rode out to Holly Springs, which is a couple towns over, and we were, I was, I want some new, I wanted some new running shoes because I wanted to get into some cardio training because I want to get in better shape for a potential ride that we're going to be doing next year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you need to be in good shape for that ride. Very good shape. So I want to be in better shape. So I was thinking I'll start with I, I want to do some kind of cardio, and I think running is just such an, a good cardio to get into that and swimming probably. Swimming, biking, running. Yeah, all good triathlon kind of stuff. Yeah, but okay. I'm so we I got new shoes and they're weird. They're weird. But you recommended to me. That I get some like natural shoes because I need to work on my mm-hmm. I need to work on kind of my gait and my form while running. Yeah, and the natural shoes are cool. They've there's like it's almost a new I don't want to say trend because I don't think it's 
I don't think it's new. I think it's super old style of making shoes that is kind of coming back around. Yeah. Where we're making shoes that actually fit a foot instead of shoes that look cool. Yeah, exactly. And, and like Nike's... Nike makes a lot of really cool shoes that have some really cool features for running, mm-hmm. but they're also not shaped like a foot. They're no, shaped yeah. like a cool shoe. Yeah. And then you have these other co- companies like... What's the company that my shoes I bought? It's Ultra. 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 You got the Escalante 3s. Okay, so I don't even know that I'm not as big into actually the models and everything, but basically these shoes, <laughs> the miles, <laughs> basically these shoes. Oh, the mod. You said the models. I said the models, oh, but it's funny. I'm not big into it's, the miles. It's funny that you thought I said miles. <laughs> so the the shoes are weird. They've got like a super wide toe box, like a real foot. Yeah, they're shaped just like a, a foot. narrow heel, like mm-hmm. a real foot, and a um no drop or very little drop yeah i think yours have zero really they either have three or zero so yeah so the drop for those that don't know is the height difference between the sole at the heel and the sole at the ball correct yep that's correct so and and they're measured usually in millimeters because like a high drop is what like eight 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 eight. and then a low drop ideally is zero like that's the lowest you can go but even like a three drop is low three drop is low yeah okay i think most most tennis shoes are going to be five to eight okay so i'm the last pair of shoes i had that i bought for running was the um the flagship brooks the brooks ghost 13 i think those are six so so they have a pretty decent six or eight yeah it's a pretty decent they've also just got this crazy big heel on them and I also bought shoes that were probably not long enough for me, but they were the right width. Yeah. So basically my last pair of running shoes, they were comfortable to walk around in, but the heel was so big that I felt like I was just heel striking so bad. And I was, I don't know. But so I got these new shoes. I was going to go for a run this morning, but then I found it's out last raining. night it was going to rain all day yep. and I don't want to do a first run in the rain. So I've got a bunch of stuff to do tomorrow, but I want to go try and... If it's going to be... What's the weather tomorrow? Do you know? No, I don't. I'm trying to look up the drop of the ghost. Um, Freezing? There's a freeze watch? So the the ghost drop is eight millimeters. Oh, so it's a huge <laughs> heel. So it's, it's a running shoe. Because, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's going to be cold the next couple of days. It got went back to like actual March weather. Is it, is it? Are we gonna be able to run? I mean, yeah. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I think I'm gonna try to go over. Uh, nah, I won't sit on the pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I think uh, I really want to move into the not barefoot shoes, but really close, like the ultras. Yeah, where they have a zero it's or so a, a two or a three drop because it, it people these ultra runners say like that it strengthens your foot mm-hmm. and it strengthens your legs way more, um, but it does take. They say if you run in them, it's gonna take like one to two months to really your body's gonna be like what, what's what is ha- what's happening, but because <clears throat> you're not on happens- cushions. That happens to me every time I get back into running. My body says, what's happening? And That's true. So I just want to get back in and start at ground zero where I have basically like feet 
on my feet, you know? Instead yeah, of, yeah. Instead of some crazy cushion on my feet. Yeah. And the other thing is, I know that my form needs tweaking. I know that because I've had issues with shin splints, mm-hmm. issues with heel striking, all that stuff. So I feel like to actually get my form right on shoes that are built like a foot, I'll be kind of set up. No, yeah, you'll, you'll be set up. I think I think you'll really like them. I always my lowest drops are fives, which feel crazy low to me because I run in eights. Mm-hmm. Um, but anytime I run in them, it just feels good. My toes are spread out. It's like I don't know. When I was young, like when I say young, I mean elementary school. I used to be barefoot every day, so I, my, yeah, my too. feet my feet could take whatever. Right uh, now they yeah. freaking can't. But I used to be able to walk around barefoot anywhere and i used to run on the track at my school without my shoes on i'd be faster and i would run on my toes yeah i would sprint on my the balls like the balls of my feet my heels would never touch the ground and i was fast like that That, yeah i i had the same thing i was known around the neighborhood for not wearing shoes yeah and i was faster than pretty much every other kid barefoot yeah just because like when you're barefoot, your your form is gonna be there. And if you're yeah. striking your heel barefoot, it hurts. It hurts. You can't do that. It hurts like crap. No, if you run barefoot, you almost have to run on the balls of your feet. Yeah. And when you're in like a full out sprint and your body just knows what to do when you're barefoot. It does. Like there's gonna be no heel tapping no. if you're sprinting. No shot. And and if you look at like a dog's foot, they they they're like foot goes all the way up to their weird elbow thing so (laughs) so and it it bends forward just like our foot does yeah so it's like it is a shock absorption yeah so they can hit the ground as hard as they want because they have muscle to absorb the shock instead of bones yeah and if you hit your heels literally nothing is absorbing that shock Mm -hmm. but if you hit the ball of your foot it 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 absorbs it through that muscle like your calf through your ankle and your calf muscle Your ankle, yeah, your ankle's the joint and your calf is the muscle that's doing yeah. that cushion. And it's just like, it's a whole leg thing. Because w- when you run, yeah, your calf's going to be a, a lot engaged. Yeah. But the shock goes up to your quads and your quads are pushing you and your calves are, your quads are pushing your calves and your calves are pushing yeah, your yeah. feet. It's like a whole, and then your hamstrings are pulling your leg back. But if you can load up those muscles and the tendons instead of the skeletal system and the cartilage, yep. then you're in such a better, you know, form. Oh, literally. Yeah. Or uh no pun intended, I guess. But then yeah, so that the just I guess to wrap it up, um, and we could talk about this this ride more on, on future podcasts. I'm sure we yeah, will we, because, we will, we will. Um but we have a, a huge ride we want to do that we did talk about last pod. And the pod before. And the pod before. So <laughs> if you want to know about it, just go listen to the <laughs> yeah. past two pods. But um, I want to start with cardio. Because uh, the only times I've really been into like regular exercise um, were cardio and strength training. And it wasn't at the same time. And the yeah, time, you got to supplement both. The time I really focused on cardio, I wasn't really doing it well. Mm-hmm. I was just, and it wasn't that long. And the time that I really focused on strength training was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But I want to get into some more cardio. I want to get into cardio a little bit first and kind of figure out how I can do cardio kind of as a routine or as a, 
in a way that doesn't just ruin my legs. Like every time I've been running before, I haven't focused enough on form and I, it just, I get shin splints so bad and it makes me not want to do it. And I, I can't get past that point. Oh. There's a point with running that I've felt before where you, once you pass, like for me, it's three miles. In the, in the past, it's been three miles. Mm-hmm. If I can get past three miles, which is hard to do when you haven't been conditioning at all, it's yeah. hard to run at a decent speed and pass three miles without wanting to give up. But if you can do that, you can run at like six. It's like something happens at that three-mile mark in yeah. my body where I'm just like, I could keep going. For me, it sucks because that, that's at like seven for me. Really? <laughs> it's like... It's so boring until you hit seven, and then you're like, okay, now I'm getting like a nice workout in. Well, and there's also the the runner's high is a real thing. It is, yeah. Like, there's an actual cannabinoid response to running. Mm-hmm. Like you're actually hitting the, that system that gets hit. I wonder how much that just got picked <laughs> up on the mics. You're actually using a system that gets used when you smoke weed. Yeah. When you are running. Yeah. And then, oh, the best feeling is stopping running. Yeah. Because you got that euphoric feeling. Oh, the endorphins just pour into your mind. I took a class at NC State, a run conditioning class. And I, we ran every, like, three, I think it was like three times a week. We would run for that class. And then at the end, we did a 10K. Yeah. A real 10K in the city of Cary. Did you did you do well? The Cary Road Race, I did. You did? Yeah. I didn't do that well. Oh. <laughs> I was at one point, um, I was like really trying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also didn't have any friends in that class. Like I didn't really get along with anyone in that class. So except this one kid who like didn't show up to the road race or something. Yeah. So um, I didn't really have anybody that I was, that was like hyping me up. So I yeah. ran alone. Which I would have rather had someone else that was trying to, that I could get kind of competitive with. I'm not that competitive, but a little bit. So, like, if someone's running and they're going fast, and I'm like, well, I could do it too. But there was no one going faster than me, or there was no one, like, running with me that I could just, like, be pushing me. Uh And uh, at one point, a little girl passed me, and I was like, what's going on? And then she was running with her grandma, and she passed me too. Yeah, And, And I was like, so a child and her grandmother passed me. And that made me... You are ticked off? That, it ticked me off, but it didn't ignite something in me because I was so far through the race already. And I was... I didn't want to be there in the first place because it wasn't my goal. It was for a grade. Yeah. It didn't feel like a fun thing I was training for. It felt like a thing I had to get over with. Yeah. So... I slowed down <laughs> when the oh, when the, no. <laughs> when the when the old woman and the young woman passed me. It was done. I had the same thing. Well, my first ten k last year was. Ugh. I mean, it wasn't the same thing where I got passed by an old woman and a child, but I was like, I was jogging at a good clip, like way faster than I thought I was gonna go the whole race, and then some like probably my age girl like kind of passes me and so i'm like okay she's not going that much faster than me yeah but i'm like okay i, I probably got 3.2 miles left i'm like okay i'm gonna just pace with her yeah and then i felt like really good like pacing behind her uh-huh. and then i just took off past her and then some dude flew past me and it's like a whole competition of like leapfrog yep. and then he yep. was gone and then probably 200 yards I could see the finish line and I see him and I'm like, oh, and I full out sprinted past him. Really? Yep. 
So you think that he was pacing behind you, pacing behind her, and then as soon as you took off, he took off? Yeah, because I passed him first. Yeah. And because he has this, he had a really funny gait, <clears throat> and I remember him, and I passed him, and then I, I paced myself and like kept passing people, oh, passing people, yeah. and then she passed me, and I'm like, oh, well, no. Well, that's not going to be good. Her, and then he swung past, he was going fast. He was probably doing like seven-minute mile past me. And I'm like, man, he's cooking. And so I just, I was like, I got to check the ego because I'm running out of steam because uh-huh. we were on like the last mile. And then he ran out of steam like right before the yep, finish line. Yep. And I still had some gas in the tank. There's I the, flew past him. I sprinted the last, you know, I don't even know. As soon as I could see the finish line. <laughs> as as soon as I could see the finish line, I started sprinting. Yeah. And I don't know why that happens, but you can be so gassed like ready to stop and you see the finish line you get this weird extra like you can do, put full effort out oh yeah you you empty the tank i thought <laughs> it was funny because at the at the mountain the ultra marathon yeah you could see the finish line probably a half mile up okay and i tried so hard i shuffled over that finish line <laughs> you might have seen the video but i'm like I'm barely moving yeah, over the finish did. line. I was like, I'm giving it all she's got. And I like tried That's for a second. That's though. That's different. Yeah. That's a, that was your first ever marathon, right? Yeah. Have you? Did you run a marathon during training? No. So that was your first marathon and it was up a mountain. Yeah. So and it was more. It was more. The fact that you're still not just walking is impressive. Yeah. The fact that you're not walking across that finish line. I mean, you. I walked, everyone walked for 60% of that race. I believe it because it's it's like uphill for an hour, yeah. and then you go downhill for like fifteen minutes, and then uphill for so an hour. So you ran all the downhills. Yeah, you sprinted downhill yeah. it, to make up the time, and uh-huh. then on the flats, the flats were like a hundred yard little gaps. Jog, and you jog the gaps, and then walk up, and then sprint down and jog the gaps. That's so crazy. That's such a cool thing to do. It's so much commitment for training, though. Ah, it's oh. It you it, really it, it, it is it is it, but it, it is and it isn't because yeah. you only trained for what like four or five months before it maybe, like heavily training maybe, not even or like less three months yeah three months and one month was like really not really running that much but I'd say that to train for that I was probably doing like ten ten hours a week which is not that much yeah it's not like I would go out. My easy runs would be like five miles, and I would do three easy runs, five miles, and then the long run on the weekends. And How then, much running are you doing now? Um, right now I've been doing so. My next race is the the triathlon and in so, April. In April, so it's it's a ten k because it's international distance. So mm-hmm. it's fifteen hundred meter swim, a thirty mile bike, and then uh. 10k so yeah. right now i've just been trying to get faster at the 10k i've probably been doing my long runs are like eight to ten miles yeah and then my easy runs i keep my easy runs probably around five to six miles and what kind of pace are you putting down at that those distances not <clears throat> not anything like way above 10 yeah because i'm like working on Right now I'm doing like math training. I'm switching because my training before is like not very effective yeah. for like aerobic function. And that's what got me on the ultra marathon. 
That's why I ran out of steam at 11 miles and had to just push 15 mm-hmm. miles like from my mind. <clears throat> so I really <clears throat> focused on the MAF, which is the maximum aerobic function. Okay. So you're keeping your... So the, the calculator for it is you take like 180 heart rate, mm-hmm. you minus it by your age. So mine is 159. Yeah. And so that's your max aerobic function heart rate. Mm-hmm. And when you're below that number, you are going to be using your fat stores and not your carb stores Okay. or your sugar stores. Yeah. So you want to be below it? You want to be below that number, just below it. And that's going to build your like aerobic function. And that's how these guys, I find out that these like Ironman guys win the races because they go, they just train their heart to go slower. (laughs) Yeah. They train their heart to go slower. And the longer you run slower, the faster you're going to get. So I've already felt the the difference because this time, like this time two weeks ago, I was doing math training, keeping it below 159 Mm -hmm. and I could only run, I could run like a 1230 below that number. Uh And now I'm running a 1015. In two weeks? In two weeks. That's impressive, yeah. But I've already, I've been training for a while, so I knew I was going to be like progressing a little bit quicker than if I was just starting. That makes sense. But I can already like feel it happening. Like you keep that conversation pace Mm -hmm. and you just keep getting faster and faster and faster and faster. And all of a sudden you're... You're running like seven minute miles and being able to hold a conversation. That would be insane. Which you I think, feel like uh, you had a superpower. If yeah, you could do that. and I think eight months I'll be there. That's so with, crazy. With this kind of training, I've read all about it, and I've, I have this big book about it from the guy who invented it, mm-hmm. and he trained like the six time uh, Kona is the hardest Ironman. It's like you have to qualify. That's the one in Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah. yeah. And he's a six-time champ there. His name's like Mark Allen or whatever. He was his trainer. And uh, he's he was like one of the first ones to do the math training. And it just, I watched so many YouTube videos about it. And it's like, it just works. Because when you run for a certain amount, of, at least for endurance training, that's what you want. You don't want to burn out because carbs only last 20 minutes. And so you want that fat store. Yeah. That, like that keeps you going because you can burn fat basically forever mm-hmm. and that's like where you need to be so that's you so you cool. take you take your math your aerobic function all the way through the run and, or not the bike and the swim and as soon as you get to the run you're at that like threshold number you're like your 160s or your 170s <clears throat> so you can you can just like that's kind of the push through moment but your aerobic has taken you all the way there. That's so cool. Which if you were doing like your threshold pace, swim, bike, then you would get to run and you'd be at your, your max function and you'd die. Like mm-hmm. not die, but you'd you'd be in bad shape. Yeah. You'd have to walk or something. <clears throat> well, I think that hopefully by next pod yeah, we're I'll gonna, be able to talk about we're gonna my have first some we're gonna have some run, run updates shoes. we're yeah. gonna have some run updates we're gonna have some shoe updates because I get my new shoes okay getting the alpha flies we can talk more about some conspiracy theories about the potentially about the, the masons the, Freemasons. the Masons. we can yep. talk about um I do want to talk about this ride a little bit more but just not on this pod on yeah. this episode yeah and i also think we might have a guest next episode yeah yeah 100%. and i i do want to go to that um that 
uh, Asian Chinese store and see if I could buy that fruit. I was thinking about that and, yesterday. Yeah. All right, but I think we should wrap it up because okay. I got to pee really bad. Again. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, wow. Uh, uh. All right. All right, adios. Adios, boys.